Today is Monday, November 28th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the morning announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Even for a holiday weekend famous for controversial dinners, there was one dinner controversial enough to make national headlines. Reports emerged over the weekend that last Tuesday, Donald Trump had dinner at his document storage hotel with the following people. Kanye West, a famous 24-year-old neo-Nazi named Nick Fuentes, and to be inclusive, a former Trump strategist named Karen Giorno, who is now working for Kanye. Because this foretop would be incomplete without a literal Karen present, of course. Anyway, despite his lack of a fully formed frontal lobe, the 24-year-old Nick Fuentes is the real concern, as he is a self-proclaimed white Christian nationalist Holocaust denier who is openly supportive of Vladimir Putin, authoritarian government in general, and is a member of the incel movement, in addition to being banned from pretty much every platform besides Truth Social. He has also praised the Taliban, contrasting it with the United States, which is godless and liberal. And those are just the things he will say out loud. So naturally, a fun dinner guest and a totally normal companion for the 76-year-old Trump and Kim Kardashian's ex-husband. Kind of like if Biden had invited an evil Dixie D'Amelio to work on campaign strategy. The dinner reportedly ended in an argument with Trump screaming at Kanye that he would lose his bid for president in 2024, as he was insulted that Kanye had asked him to be his running mate. Then after the dinner, when everyone was like, why the hell was Trump hanging out with this Nazi youth incel? Kind of less weird when I ask that question aloud, actually. Trump then claimed on his Truth Social account that he didn't know who Kanye would be bringing with him, and that he was just trying to help Kanye recover from his recent business failures. So everybody, keep an eye out for Yay Steaks and a new Yay Tower in Moscow. By the way, I didn't mean to just gloss over that whole Kanye presidential run in 2024, as he did indeed announce that he's running for president on Thursday night, mid-Thanksgiving dinner when we were all watching the news. Kanye made the announcement by releasing a video, which he described as a -a Mar-a-Lago debrief. In the video, he is joined by Milo Yiannopoulos, a throwback, and in it he describes the Tuesday night dinner events. He said that Trump was really impressed with Nick Fuentes and called him a loyalist, and said that Trump tried to intimidate him in a mob-like way, and that he insulted Kim. Oh no. But perhaps the most concerning part of the video was at the end, when Kanye described wanting a Christian theocracy in the US, saying, quote, since we know, and all the Christians in America that love Trump, know that Trump is a conservative, we're going to demand that you hold all policies directly to the Bible, end quote. I guess starting a church and never having to pay taxes on it will do that to you. I'll just say that I think our one saving grace with these narcissists is that I cannot imagine them making it to 2024 without eating each other. Early voting began this weekend in the Georgia Senate runoff race between Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker. So if you're a Georgia voter, you have until Tuesday, December 6th to cast your vote at the very latest. On the topic of this particular race, though, reporting from CNN has revealed that the Republican candidate Herschel Walker received a homestead tax break on his primary residence this year and last. However, the catch is that this primary residence for which he is receiving the tax break is actually located in Dallas, Texas, rather than in the state where he's running for senator. This tax break saves Walker about $1,500, or approximately two abortions, 
but potentially runs afoul of both Texas tax rules and Georgia rules on establishing residency for voting and running for office. According to legal experts, though, this is potentially more of a political problem than a legal one. Since the Georgia State Supreme Court said that a homestead exemption alone was not enough evidence to disqualify a candidate. Hopefully someone can get John Fetterman's people on this for the next week. According to a report from the research center Media Matters, half of Twitter's top 100 advertisers appear to no longer be advertising on the platform. These 50 advertisers alone had previously spent almost $2 billion on Twitter ads since 2020, and more than $750 million just in 2022 alone. An additional seven of the top 100 advertisers have also slowed their ad spends to almost zero, which is another hit worth $255 million over the past two years. In other words, these are massive hits to ad revenue for a company that has historically been 90% reliant on ad revenue to function. Then again, they've historically been reliant on engineers, but they've apparently decided that they don't need those either. The Justice Department reportedly wants to question Mike Pence in their investigation into January 6th, and apparently Pence might actually be considering taking them up on the invitation, unlike what he did with the House January 6th committee, which was to ignore them. Don't worry, Mike. I'm sure the DOJ will be flexible about letting Mother hold your hand during the interview. And finally, France has taken the first steps to enshrine the right to abortion into their constitution, with lawmakers in one of their houses of government voting widely in favor of approving the measure. It still needs to be approved in their Senate, where the Conservative Party is in power, and then in a nationwide referendum, which would likely pass given that abortion access is supported by about 80% of the French public. For context, abortion was decriminalized in France under a law in 1975. But like in the U.S., there is nothing in the Constitution that would guarantee the right to have an abortion. However, this new campaign to make it happen in France was expressly inspired by the overturning of Roe by our Supreme Court in June. Tell that to someone who says America's influence is waning. Thank you for listening to The Morning Announcements. If you're a fan of the show, please consider leaving me a five-star rating on Spotify and or review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, please share the show with your friends or on your Instagram story or TikTok. Your support has helped us grow so much and reach so many new listeners, and we are excited to keep it going. And of course, we are excited for you to be a part of that. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.